There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to the Mudhorn Clan cast on the Fangirl Zone on International Podcast Day. I am Beskar Dave. I'm Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. Today we're talking about Season 2 of The Mandalorian and any news or rumors for the future Star Wars TV series. Yep, in our three favorite moments. Yes. Was it, uh, <laughs> you guys have any trouble at all? Did it come right to you? Oh, I have. I'm still like trying to narrow it down. <laughs> and we're in the middle of this. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't news, take me I too long. Think. No, yeah, me neither, really. One was more than obvious, but yeah. we'll get there. <laughs> Do you have any news? I had seen a report for next year. You might not see the series until 2022. I know, that makes me very sad. But, yes. Well, first of all, I want to thank the whole group of Star Wars podcasters that we are all doing this kind of with like all all over there. It's a whole slew of them. You can find them. But they invited us to join the International Star Wars Podcast Day. So I'm super excited. And some of their names, if you haven't found any of the other ones, are really interesting, which I'm not going to say any. I just encourage you to search them out because they're very creative. (laughs) There's some really funny ones. And I think Steve and I both want to give our cohort yeah, (laughs) Beskar Dave a huge thank you because we now kind of have a uniform for the Mudhorn Clan cast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm wearing mine. <laughs> nice. I have worn it so many times. For our holidays, our Star Wars holidays, which apparently don't ever watch that, by the way. Star Wars holiday, we all got from Dave a Mudhorn Mandalorian sweatshirt, which is awesome. And I've been wearing my hoodie so often. And especially now, I don't know where you guys are, but it's snowing where I am, so it's super helpful. Yes. <laughs> Perfect timing, that's for sure. And I, I had to wrestle it from my husband a couple times already. Oh, I got stopped at local shopping plaza and someone yelled out of the car, I love your sweatshirt! <laughs> <laughs> so that's our, our show show news. We'll do it that way. Yeah. This is the way. We do have a little bit of information, not much, just a little, because we ended on the speculation because we, we knew that the Book of Boba Fett was coming. So we didn't know how what that was going to mean exactly for our show. Right. So we do know that the Book of Boba Fett is going to be, at the very least, a mini series, if not its own series altogether, and it will not take the place of The Mandalorian. Yeah. So that's good news for yes. all of us. <laughs> yeah. And then kind of sort of bad news is they, and guys, I, I'm having a brain fart and I know I sent it to you guys. That was starting pre-production already in December of 2020. Right. But the Mandalorian isn't going to start any production until sometime later in 2021. So chances are good we're going to get Book of Boba Fett first and then the Mandalorian. They will not be running simultaneously, which yeah. kind of sucks. But at the same time, 
time, it's like, oh, so we won't have to wait like a full year to get something. <laughs> yeah. Kind of how I'm looking at it. I'm hoping. It kind of reminds me of HBO Max letting their major projects breathe a little between one and the other. That's probably a good strategy. Sit on the buzz for a while and the accolades and then start the next one because you won't get any reaction if you just start the next series. I right. guess uh, HBO Max is starting the Justice League and then they have a major project after that. But <laughs> I'm having a brain fart too, but it's a major project. But they moved the Justice League to March 18th. So yeah, you got to these major releases. I got a feeling they just think we're all going to be indoors still. Right. Yeah. It's very possible. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, the way they're getting vaccines out. But that's a whole other story. We won't go into that. Yeah, let's not go into that. (laughs) (laughs) If it was Star Trek, we'd already had the vaccine already. Yeah, I know it. (laughs) But that's a whole other universe. Yep. We're on the Outer Rim planets here, people. Yes. I Uh, dug up a couple of articles on Andor. Hmm. So. Yeah, Star Wars fans, especially fans of Alan Tudyk's K2SO, were recently disappointed to hear the actors reveal he is not involved with the debut season of the upcoming Disney Plus series Star Wars Andor, but fear not, as he has reassured us, we have not seen the last of his self-aware and cynical reprogrammed Imperial <laughs> droid just yet. In speaking with Entertainment Tonight's Ash Crossan, Tudyk cleared up the confusion surrounding his involvement with the upcoming Disney Plus series. I am coming back at some point. I was there at the first announcement announcement at D23, and at that point, the story hadn't been formalized yet. So now that it has been formalized, even though I was announced at the beginning and every announcement I saw had me involved, I am not involved currently. I will be involved at some later date. That's encouraging. Yes. Well, yeah, I would think depending on where they start the film anyway, or the the show, I should say. Right. Because maybe they haven't gotten him yet to reprogram the droid and everything. So it's not too much of a stretch that he wouldn't be in it in the beginning. Absolutely. It depends on how far back they're going to go here. Right. (laughs) And speaking of going back, actors Uh who have been in Star Wars share a very universal post-Star Wars bond. They are forever asked about Star Wars. The latest example is Riz Ahmed, who played pilot Bodhi Root in Rogue One. When he was asked about whether he is involved in the spinoff Andor, it is a very brief part of his lengthy interview in the, with The Hollywood Reporter, and basically, when they asked him about it, he says, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was honest. Yeah, I just haven't heard of that, to be honest, so... <laughs> And it does make a little bit sense. He's six years removed from when he filmed Rogue One, and it is possible that this will be his only involvement in Star Wars, especially seeing how much his career has exploded outside of the franchise this past year. And on top of that, Bodhi Rook's appearance would be a bit forced as he was an Imperial pilot for the events of Rogue One. So if we saw him, he would have to be with the Empire and would be the reason for us to see him beyond fan service. Right. Makes perfect sense he's not involved as much as we may have loved him because he defected. So, <laughs> so much. Well, knowing Star Wars, we could always see him in a bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. And we could see somebody getting in his ear to start the thoughts of defecting. So, yeah, yeah. Never say never. That's right. You can never, as Star Trek, Star Wars, you can never get away from that. No. Oh, my there's, gosh. There's always somebody to say, what about that time you? Yes. 
they were that real person too. Okay, now I feel bad because Uh-oh. at one point I interviewed Denise Crosby, right. which and I didn't say specifically Star Trek, but I was like, oh, because it was when she first showed up on The Walking Dead. I'm like, you've been on two hugely iconic shows, blah blah blah, and I'm like, well, now maybe I never could say that again to anybody. <laughs> now I feel bad. I mean, I'm not like, but what about this time when? So I don't know. Maybe it's a little better. Yeah. Is Data okay. really that proficient? <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not quite that. I'm not there. And some other completely random news. And it's not even news. I don't know. A lot of you guys might actually know this. Because, you know, when you're just mindlessly scrolling through Facebook or something and you find those, oh, 10 celebrities you didn't know were in blah, blah, blah. I had no idea Lin-Manuel Miranda was in, I don't know if it was Rogue One or The Force Awakens. It was one of those blink and you'll miss it. Right. I was like, wait, what? So, yeah, I just had to share that because I was totally surprise and another totally off topic jimmy buffett was the margarita guy in jurassic world yeah yeah i did i thought it was it just ever said margarita guy i didn't know it was jimmy actually jimmy buffett which i thought is hilarious but of course okay sorry he has to be margarita guy <laughs> yeah okay yeah, let's no. bring it back to real where's our margarita guy here like i feel like we should have something completely random pop up i don't know but i don't know well, what we did in the, in the marshall we had the bartender right in the marshall who was in, uh, what's the name of the other show? Uh, was that it? Who said Westworld? No, not, not Westworld. <laughs> well, the other cowboy show that... Uh, oh, started. Deadwood. Dead- yeah, Deadwood, yeah. Two Deadwood uh, yeah. members in the same show. I am just, I, I love The Mandalorian and everything that's happened and where I think we're going. And I'm finally understanding some stuff because we are in season three of The Clone Wars. It's only taken me forever. But my husband and I are finally in season three going forward. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened to that person and that like some of them like Brevis he's like he's in the movie he's not dead I'm like shut up (laughs) (laughs) why haven't we seen Ventress and why haven't we seen this bounty hunter this and he's like "Uh, they're probably all dead (laughs) I'm like you're killing this for me let me go on this journey anyway all right how about we we go into the recap now that I've gone totally off topic how much of a recap do you want to do Mando's journey to get Grogu to where he belongs or do you want to go deeper than that (laughs) because you know what that's basic premise but you know what i never considered it might be the end I, and i i just you wanted to see it progress so i couldn't wait to find out i never thought this could be the end i didn't realize until like halfway through it that people were talking on the internet like well this is the end of the show coming up i'm like huh yeah did you guys ever get that feeling nope you know what no but now <laughs> that you said it it's like wait where are they gonna go what are we gonna see i know there's a time jump they have basically given us that but we don't know even know how far the time jump is it could just be like two months or something down the right. road because yeah, where we left Manto has the black saber. Sabine wants it and is like, how do I kill him or fight him or whatever and get it? Even though, and I didn't think about any of this, it kind of came up with all the Star Wars memes that are going around. She's going on and on about, you're a zealot, you're not taking off your helmet, but then is like, no, I can't take the black saber from you. So who's to sell it now? (laughs) But it's just, I want, and this sounds so bad, because I know I'm not the only one, but it's like, I want to see more Grogu because yeah. I know okay. somebody said that too that I'm not sure I want to watch the show without baby Grogu oh no I'm not gonna not watch the show but like <laughs> I don't know I want Luke to be like all right you know what your kid is making me nuts I don't know something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get a wave come through but honestly because I don't know I have not read the books and 
and I don't know if either of you have. I don't even know if the books are canon anymore, though. The Disney owns Star Wars. Right. And this whole franchise. And I know they flipped when we went forward with Ray and Ben Solo, but they weren't twins. Leia and Han had twins, but I know that changed and it was just Ben. But I thought for some reason there were three kids in the book at some point, and I could be wrong because I know there was a gray Jedi, but it could just be the twins. But now they rolled that so it's only Ben, but okay, if we're going to get there... How long after the Death Star were they supposed to have had children? So we know what the timeline is where Ben is. Because, I mean, you can't tell me that we're just like, okay, so Grogu's over there and in 12 years or 15 yeah, that's years, Ben's going to be like, what? It should be like 20 <laughs> years later. Where uh... I couldn't remember if they ever said his age, like Ben's age, like when things went pear-shaped. So that's why I'm like, okay, how far of a jump are we going to get? Is it going to be he gets trained up so far and then he's like, I can't deal with you. I'm out. So he's still alive. There's all these questions I have in that timeline. There's not enough answers yet. No. We don't know. <laughs> and we fully know what the future holds and what happens with Luke's attempt at, a, at his own Jedi Academy and what happens with Ben. But that's many years in the future, and we don't even know if baby Grogu is tied to it or not. That's true. Yeah. Maybe there was a darkness coming and he had to hide baby Grogu away. <laughs> with uh, who? Although right. there's also there's also those memes that he's like, hey, guys, I went for snacks. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> so just predictions. Like, where do you think we're going? Gosh. I don't know. I haven't made a prediction. I, I, well, actually, I'm going to touch on it when I get to my, uh, my number one. Okay. okay. <laughs> I know. I like jumped way past everything because like th- these are the things that have been rolling around in my head for the longest time, and I'm like, but what about? So yeah, <laughs> I got like super excited. Sorry. Bring it back. Bring it back. All right. Shall we get into our top three moments? Sure, why not? All right, Dave, your number three. My number three starts at the beginning, spit out by a crate dragon. Episode one, season two, The Marshal. It wasn't really spit out by the crate <laughs> dragon, but Mando managed to launch himself out. It was like a, a heroic exit and a terrific fight, and he, he skids to a halt. And he reminded me of Legolas from The Lord of the Ring, The Two yes. Towers, when he's going down the steps on there. I mean, that was a little over the top, but still, it, it's kind of set the toe for Mando's heroic in- individualism and uh, the length he was willing to go to uh, make sure where baby Grogu got to go. Okay, Sean, you're nice, number three. Nice. My, uh, okay, so I guess I went a little different. I wasn't thinking specific moments. It was kind of overall moments because mine was like the teamwork that happened because it happened so often here where in the past we've always seen and I can't say past because it hasn't been a huge thing, but we've seen the Mandalorians not work together very well unless they're working with themselves. So the fact that they, in this, he teamed up like with the Krayt Dragon with the sand people and he teamed up with the other mandalorians even though reluctantly because they weren't wearing helmets and he teamed up with somebody who betrayed him it just it's like okay we see him and of course all my own opinion growing and changing slightly and it's like oh okay is it almost like oh i have to keep the baby safe so i have to do whatever it takes so that that's why i came up with (laughs) steve what's your what's your definition of a moment (laughs) well i kind of did a a little bit of both. <laughs> My number three is it's not Baby Yoda. It was the scene with the Ahsoka and Grogu trying to force read each other as Mando was the kind of like the expectant father pacing in the background. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like his kid's getting tested for a really good school. Right. Like, <laughs> how's he doing? And we learned it, Grogu and not Baby Yoda, so. Mm. What am I going to do? I won't be able to sing the not Baby Yoda song I anymore. know. <laughs> you have to just be come so up sad. with the Grogu song. It's yeah. so sad. Yep. <laughs> All right, Dave, you're number two. Number two, the Razor Crest Crushed. Oh. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Episode six, season two, the tragedy. I mean, that was packed, actually. When I look back at it, we had this, the seeing stone. We had Shand and Fett, who was the kidnapping, all which, which was pretty stunning. But one thing I didn't see was the Razor Crest getting destroyed. I mean, even Mando jumped. He was like, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> Guys got no ride. I think that was rough for everybody. We're all like, oh, my God, no. It was such a he, lovable piece of just- junk. Paid it off. Yeah. Yeah. I think anybody who's ever had a car that they paid off and then something major happened kind of yeah. felt that anyway in their bones. It's like, no. Yeah, it's like I you just had, had the engine replaced and the transmission oh, yeah. Let's went not out. talk about that. That happened. <laughs> yeah. That happened. Still salty. It's been like eight years. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sean, you're number two. Uh-huh. Appetite. No. I told you not to do that. How many did you eat? <laughs> because yeah little baby grogu after just a little baby after my own heart because man he eats and eats and eats and sometimes what he's eating is inappropriate but i feel like maybe that's just junk food for him but at least he didn't force choke the kid for the cookies that was a good thing a little light <laughs> it would have been worse if he made Genocide. the kid spit up his own cookie and then ate it yeah oh my god <laughs> But I mean, every time you see him, and I'm like, I swear to God, every time I was e- I was watching, I was eating, and then I'm like, oh, are they watching me? <laughs> Seriously, then he's eating something, and and the really bad egg scene, because especially when he turns around, like, yeah. <laughs> That was horrible. But yeah, for some reason, his appetite cracking me up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, what about you? <laughs> well, Mando, not Bo, ends up with the Darksaber. That was yeah. just amazing. And I think this is where we're taking season three, to tell you the truth, is I think it'll kind of be a split between the two. I don't know if they'll do kind of episode versus episode, or if we'll get three or four with Mando and Bo-Katan together, and then see how baby Grogu's doing or or what, but this is the big story I think we're going to see in season three is how is Bo going to take back Mandalore and get the Darksaber at the same time? I said Sabine earlier. I'm sorry, that's her sister. <laughs> Sorry. So, that should be interesting, though. I, yes. Like, I would be down with seeing how that goes. Yep. As long as somehow we get a little baby Grogu picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to our number ones, Dave. Okay, mine is The Reveal, episode eight of season two, The Rescue. Are you a Jedi? I am. Luke's appearance was obvious uh, season chart topper. I mean, it was, he does, that's, I don't know how they're going to follow up season three without that. I mean, I watched, I'm sure you guys have seen it. There's a video or a few of them of uh, reactions to people seeing right. uh, Luke revealed. <laughs> oh my God. So up, up and down. There's tears. There's screaming. Well, I was screaming. <laughs> yep. My wife asked yeah, me. Yeah, I think we all were. Yeah. My wife yelled downstairs, are you all right? <laughs> but what I really want to speak to is that moment within the moment where Din Djarin, the Mando, decides to take off his helmet for baby Grogu and and of course when he did that all the reaction across the internet was like tears it was like oh my god right yeah to, 
and it, to me, it marked a, like a transition for the Mandalorian as he's as the series progresses. He's willing to be a leader, and yeah, and if you're going to be a leader, you have to be the the face of the resistance, or at least the face of a new leadership. Especially if he has the uh, dark saber, he might have greatness thrust upon him. He might not have any choice. I don't know. Then of course, Grogu reaches out to him to touch his face, and then ah! <laughs> tears were flowing there. So that's my number one. All right. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Like all the reveals because we got those dark dark uh troopers that were like crazy and they're not people they're just like droids and but yeah luke coming out but the helmet thing because he did it more than once like that was the big thing for me and like you were saying he was growing he's changing and the little baby touching his face <laughs> oh my gosh my heart i can't take it it was so adorable i don't know why i just suddenly went super southern bell there but it was so adorable <laughs> i can't help it i don't know and it's like it's a puppet. I get that it's fun. I still tell Jason, what? I'm like, you have no emotions. You did not tear up at that point. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> because, awesome. it, I mean, come on. It's like, I can't say you're your pet, but you know, <laughs> like, yeah. kind of. Like, with your, with your dog or your cat and they just look up at you all sweet. And then, I mean, obviously I say this because I don't have kids, but or for those of you who have kids, like when your baby first like looks at you and you kind of like make that eye contact, it's like, <gasps> oh, your heart swells and it's going to explode. And and I still think my husband has no no emotion, but he was not upset at all. But Steve, what was your number one? Well, my number one was tying the series together. We get so many characters from other stories in this season. We get Bo-Katan and Casca Reeves. This is the way. This is the way. And Asaka Tano and Boba Fett and Fennec Shan and Luke Skywalker. And it was just awesome. That was that. greatness <laughs> to get all those characters in one season. I don't know how they're going to top it, but I can't wait to find out. Yeah. That's going to be rough, I think. But, yeah. I mean, there's there's ways, obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, let's jump over to our honorable mentions. Steve, since you just ended your number one, what was your honorable mention? <laughs> all right. My first honorable mention is the monsters man they blew out their budget in those first three episodes with the crate dragon and the ice spiders and the mama core so even though we didn't see much of it but it's huge mouth <laughs> <laughs> but those came out just awesome they were really good yes they were <laughs> and it makes me wonder if it was all just like not i know that they've been talked about previously in the video games and books and some of the comics but have we ever actually seen them or if this was all like unique for the show any ideas guys pretty sure these are all unique oh that's even better right it's like they've mentioned stuff but it's like hey look at this uh, right and you said that was your first honorable mention so you have another one or <laughs> yeah i've got multiple? a couple <laughs> Oh, goodness. Okay, go ahead. My second one is Grogu, the bottomless pit. Of course, <laughs> the egg, eating the frog eggs was just, yes, it was wrong, but damn, it was priceless. Because <laughs> he's being just as sneaky as he can be. You see him cut his eyes and make sure nobody's looking at him. And then taking the kids' candy only to throw it up when... <laughs> <laughs> the roller just, coaster ride. Yeah. I just had this dark vision of, of Grogu and enslaving a, a frog planet yeah. so oh my gosh. get snacked <laughs> 
someone please rescue us from this dark, awful person. Yeah. <laughs> but he did change, although I was a little worried when we seen the baby tadpole. I'm like, oh. Yes. <laughs> I know. I'm like, please don't eat it. Yeah, because we saw him eat frogs in <laughs> season yeah. one. So, yeah, that was a little dicey. And my last one is, of course, Grogu's reactions, which seemed to get better and better as the season went on. The sneaking of the eggs, the getting shocked with the wires. The roller coaster taking out the TIE fighters. And most importantly was him channeling the force. That was pretty awesome. Yes. And I'm not going to leave out not touching Mando's face. Because, of course, that was the, <laughs> the one to bring everything rolling down your eyes. <laughs> uh, it was a little dusty that day. Yes. <laughs> Dave, what kind of honorable mentions do you have? Well, got Ashoka from the episode The Jedi. Her vaulting over that citadel wall and cutting through that bell they use was pretty awesome. And there's the meeting with Bo-Katan in the Eris, especially that uh, transport fight where they're all up there. That thing's trying to take off and they're doing battle in there. And there's one comedic moment where he goes, <laughs> where he goes where, where'd you say you were? <laughs> oh, man. And then I also liked uh, letting Mayfeld go in The Believer. I, I thought we'd see him again as part of the Avengers team that they were right. putting together. But I think that's more progress for Mando, too. Too, and that was showing leadership qualities. I don't know, like that, it may be forced upon him. Who knows? Who knows how that's going to progress? Right. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. I'll have to say my honorable mention was definitely the way they, they've been tying things together because, you know, adding a stitch here, a stitch there, it's like, okay, so now you see, like you were saying, Ahsoka, you see Luke, you see that. So it's like little pieces. It's like, okay, you see how everything's fitting from the bigger universe, Star Wars universe. So I'm liking how they're doing that, and I think we're going to go forward with that war, which Clone Wars may play more of a part with the next season, so um, I guess we'll find out. Right. And I don't know, I think my other honorable mention is just all the awesome memes that we've had come out from <laughs> The Mandalorian, because some of them are just hilarious when you see like Grogu eating the frog, and you see the legs out, and you see Kermit behind him, like oh my gosh! And just some of the things, and I see, I shouldn't have looked at some of this stuff like right after the episode, because I got a little teary-eyed and it was like Mando pulling out the ball with the little Beskar ball that was on like his control panel. Right. And there was a little piece of paper and he pulls it out and it was like, Dad, part Beskar, part love. You know, it's all colored in. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's so cute. It's like, he's older, than, you know, Grogu's older than, than Mando. So it's like, even though it kind of feels like a father-son relationship, it's like, wait a second. They're kind of backwards, but yeah. it's <laughs> well, developmentally, he's still a baby. Uh, I don't know. I think he's just like, oh, I'm just going to act like this and see what I can get away with. Oh, yeah. you know? nobody, who's going to stop him? <laughs> right. Yeah, because we see he's got some power choking out some stormtroopers and getting mad, like ready to take the black saber. I I almost felt like he was going to be like, zip, got it. And be like, now what? Yeah. Now it's a frog planet. <laughs> Frog planet. <laughs> well, he took out the monster in that very first episode, too. Yeah. I mean, he was knocked out cold for a couple days. Yeah. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> a mud horn. Yeah, I don't know. Gideon could have been in a lot of trouble, but that's a whole different story. That's for fanfic to cover, right. which I'm sure there's some fanfic out there. And if you are writing Mandalorian fanfic, <laughs> go ahead and send that to us. We can talk about that when the season comes back. I would be really interested in finding out what you guys think Grogu's <laughs> doing or if Grogu went dark. I, I'm like trying to phrase that just right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Well, that's all I have for honorable mention. So cool. You want to do some ratings too? Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go ahead, Sean. Tell us what your ratings were for the season. This one's hard. I mean, I I am definitely giving it four and a half, but I'm like, four and a half what? Because <laughs> there's been so many awesome things. So I'm gonna say four and a half Mandalorian helmets. Yeah, because I think that's kind of where we ended up anyway by the end of the season. That's what we think. <laughs> So. Steve? Well, I'm right there with Sean. I'm giving it four and a half out of five tearful goodbyes. Yeah. Well, I'm also giving it four. Not four and a half, but four. Four out of five chrome balls. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point in the season I was worried when it was becoming a vehicle for other shows, you know, backdoor pilots. I'm like, come on. Right. But with that thunderous ending, I'm like, wow, that was fantastic. <laughs> I think this is definitely going the way we were all hoping. Right. So I guess you just have to see with the next season and what they do with Book of Boba Fett, even though that's not technically part of the Mandalorian, but it is. So we'll see. I mean, come on. Are they going to make him a huge bad guy? And all of a sudden he's like the big bad on Tatooine and he's going to run into a marshal, I think. Yeah. Ah. Yep. That'll be a whole storyline to itself. They're going to clean up Tatooine. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Is Boba Fett going to get all hugely fat like everybody else who sat on that throne? Geez, I hope not. No. <laughs> that would be awkward. It's like, you're, it doesn't fit anymore, dude. <laughs> it's like you're going <laughs> to take off that armor. Yep. It's going to like just barely cover a belly or something. That would be weird. As long as he doesn't walk off the set halfway through the season. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, we don't have any feedback because we didn't let anybody know we were doing this podcast. (laughs) Oopsie. (laughs) But if you want to send us some. Yeah, we'll totally take everything you want to send us. Dave, why don't you tell them? Yeah. So uh, please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us as there are plenty of other Mandalorian podcasts out there. Tell your friends and I hope you're enjoying our podcast and don't forget to check out the other great fan Girl Zone podcast. You can find all of the podcasts. Actually, I learned a new way other than just Google because we are showing up in so many different podcast platforms. I was I am like in awe. But you can head over to www.bangirlzone.com and check out podcasts there. Check out our contact page, which is probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. Or you can send us an email at mudhornmail at fangirlzone.com because it's much shorter than the title of our program and you can find us basically everywhere if you're searching fangirl zone we're fg zone on facebook fgz podcast on twitter the fangirl zone podcast on instagram and the fangirl zone on youtube occasionally we show up on tumblr 
I don't even remember my password at this point. <laughs> so, so we do appreciate you joining us for this Star Wars podcast day, though. So for this episode of the Mudhorn Clan cast, I'm Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. Your bravery will not be forgotten. This is the way. And this is Beskar Day. And on this occasion, I've written a poem. Hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> so here we go again, talking about the Mandalorian. While others have made the decision to move on to Wanda and Vision, we put on our podcasting togs to cover the kid who eats frogs. But I know what you really want to hear, and that's our favorite subject, my spear. 